Hi there, welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in women's hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more using the power of food. With a practice helping many women around the world heal their bodies with a step-by-step method that not only gets results, but makes the whole transformation delicious and easy as a way of life, even when life is crazy. And it could definitely get crazy. So pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a culinary nutrition expert specializing in hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more, and who is obsessed with the power of food on our ability to heal our bodies, as well as finding the ways to make it easy and happy to make these changes with our crazy, busy lives. Pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Well, hello there, dear friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. Today, we are talking about how to prepare for your Pesach trips. Now, I was thinking about this when I was getting ready for our Pesach and all the days that we have for trips and the different things we're going to do. So we were sitting and planning that one day we'd go to the beach and one day we're going to this herb farm I'm really excited about. And as we're planning, I was realizing that I've come such a long way (laughs) from where I used to be when I just had one child, as opposed to where I am now with six children when we're planning a trip. So it used to be when I only had one, I used to leave the house with him just say, okay, I want to leave now, prop him in this car seat and drive and go. And I used to visit my aunt a lot. They were living in Israel for the year and their daughter was a year older than Noam and they were like best friends. So we were always driving over there for them to play together. And I used to just come as is, like no diaper bag, no stroller, (laughs) no anything. And my aunt used to get so mad at me. She's like, Miriam, you have to pack a diaper bag, put in baby wipes, put in diapers, put in a sweatshirt, put in a change of clothes. And like every time she'd like drill it into my brain that I had to be like a responsible adult. I had a kid now, right? So (laughs) I, uh, she taught me a lot and I could say that I'm actually very, very well prepared now going everywhere. And one of the big things that we need to prepare when going on trips, wherever we may be going, is food, especially when we have kids. But it's not only for the kids, it's also for ourselves, especially if we're conscious about our health and we want to make sure that we're good with what we're eating during the day, then we need to be prepared with the food that we take with us. My husband, who I love dearly, he does the same thing till today. He just gets up and he leaves the house. (laughs) And then he comes home at the end of the day starving and like with a headache because he didn't drink enough. And you'd think that by now he'd learn, but no, he still does that. Even though I tell him, why don't you take a bottle of water with you? Why don't you take some food with you? (laughs) So sometimes he does, but it's not just like a thing that he always does, right? And for me, it's absolutely my default, not only uh, with my kids, which is inevitable and you have to take care of that. 
but also for myself. Cause I realized that when I didn't make sure that I'd fill my bag and, and take snacks or meals and of course water and any other drink I wanted to take with me, I was not able to really get through the day properly. And I would just snack on random things just to keep up my energy levels. So it became kind of built into everything I do is always think about what are the foods I'm going to be taking with me wherever I may be going. So let's talk about some foods that you could take with you on your outings during this Pesach. So Pesach is a little bit harder because we don't have the regular things we could take for the kids that are chametz. And I was thinking of a list that I could share with you of different things that I like taking for my family and for myself that could be made easily on Pesach. But before I get into that list, I just have to tell you the craziest story that happened to us one Pesach. I was thinking about it this morning, and it's actually 15 years ago this happened. It was Nam is about to turn 17, so it was when Nam was about to turn two. And we decided to be really cool and go for a two-day trip down to the Dead Sea. So they have an area by the Dead Sea that you could like hitch your tent and we decided, let's go camping. Let's go uh, go on some hikes, go to the Dead Sea. And we came prepared. So we had this carrier to hold Nam on our back. We packed. We had a tent. We filled up the car. We had food. We had water. And what we were planning on doing is heading down to the Dead Sea and then doing like a really, really short hike around two hours maximum. We even wanted it to be just like half an hour. And then find our camping ground, set up our tent, barbecue, make dinner. We came prepared to barbecue. We had everything ready. And then we even got tickets to this really cool concert that was happening down there. So that was the plan. Now, what happened was, is someone who's very dear to me, and I will not name names, but you know who you are, (laughs) uh, told us to go on this hike that was maximum half an hour. Okay. So we're like, perfect, perfect, perfect. So we drive down, we get to the hike, And we say, okay, you know what? Let's just take extra water in case. So we came with enough water for like a day. So thank God for that. And you'll see why soon. Um, We barely took any food with us. We took some snacks. We took like extra a little bit, you know, just for Noam in case he gets hungry. Because we said, we're just doing like a quick turnabout, like half an hour back to the car. And then we'll go uh, set up camp and barbecue. Anyway, so we start the hike. And it's really nice. And we keep walking and walking and walking. And we're like, okay, when's it going to end? not ending we said okay it's too late to go back right and the sun's starting to go down so we just have to keep going it's probably we're we're probably at the end and then the hike takes us to this like path that brings us up um like this cliff i can't even explain it because you're going up this type of mountain that there's a cliff from one side to your death and a cliff from the other side to your death like it's literally walking on the tight tightrope of a mountain Okay, it was the craziest thing. I was petrified. And at this point, Noam starts crying to us. I want rice. I want bread. I want hummus. All the things that we don't eat on Pesach, okay? And we're like giving him like the last little bit of snacks we have left. And this poor baby's crying that he's starving. And we're like thinking we're going to die. And then we said, okay, it has to be. We have to be getting towards the end. And um, these were the days, by the way, where we didn't have cell phones, really. 
we didn't have GPS or anything like that. We had these old flip phones. <laughs> but so at a certain point, we were thinking, should we call like help to like get us out of here? We're totally stuck. And Laser's like, no, we're probably at the end. Anyways, we make it over these cliffs. We keep walking, walking till the end of it. And suddenly there's a fall down. Now you could tell that there used to be a rope there to hold onto to go down and it was missing. And we're like, what are we going to do? And the sun was already almost completely down. So it was dark. There was a tiny bit of light in the sky, but it was pretty dark. And we knew we couldn't go back on that cliff. We had to somehow go down the edge of that cliff and not go back the path we came from. And we really did. We just didn't know what to do. So Laser went down first. He kind of like threw down our bags, let them just slide down the cliff. And then he started going down by himself first to see, like make himself a path. And then what we did was he uh, came back up and slowly pulled the carrier with Noam in it down, like really, really slow. And then I had to somehow like slide down this cliff. It was, it was, it was a horrible experience, really. And by the time we were done with that, we did make it to the road. Our car was at the other end. So we had to like hitch rides. It was the middle of the night, mosquitoes all over. It was just, let's just say that we got to the campsite so late, so tired. Noam was so hungry. And um, by the time we hitched the tent, he just passed out. <laughs> so he was so tired. He just fell asleep. We all just crashed, fell asleep. We didn't even eat anything. And the light was that when we woke up in the morning, we get out of our tent and the tent right next to us, um, there's someone sitting outside frying an egg. And that happened to be my brother. <laughs> so that was a savior because we're like, oh my God. Like, I think I started crying when I saw my brother like frying eggs. I'm like, what are you doing here? Give me an egg. <laughs> so he like fed us and he fed Noam and we were like, okay. And we were saved. But we, it took us a long time to get over that trip. And also when we looked back at that path we went on, apparently it was closed because they, they found that it was full of mines. So they closed it down. So we were actually walking inside mines, whatever. It was just like a horrendous story. Let's just say we didn't try camping for many, many years after that traumatic experience. But with that, we realized how important it is to really, really, really prepare Every time we leave, the food that we bring for our kids and for ourselves. So on that crazy note, <laughs> I wish you all a very, very happy time on all your outings this Pesach. Let that be the crazy story you could tell others and never have to experience something like that. But in the meantime, let's talk about what you can make on your outing this Pesach. So one of the all-time favorites that my kids love just snacking on in the car and I, was, I know this sounds crazy, but even my not healthy oriented kids love this is I take a huge container and I just cut up a ton of vegetables and spritz like lemon juice on top. So I use peppers and carrots and kohlrabi and fennel. These are all vegetables that do really well with the lemon on top and they just sit and snack it the whole ride. So that's something that every time we leave the house for a long ride, we always have a container of vegetables with lemon juice on top. Try it and let me know how it goes. The next one is actually um, instead of bread, instead of matzah, like, that like really just like 
gets into crumbs all over the place. I make these, these roll muffins. It's actually a recipe that's a bread recipe. So you can make it as a loaf, as a bread. Um, it's called walnut, rosemary, and garlic bread. And I have this recipe in my free cookbook that you could download. It's called the Healthy Pesach Bakery Cookbook. And you could get that at lovefood.co.il forward slash LP forward slash Pesach. So you have this recipe for the bread there, but what I do is I make it in a muffin tin and then it comes out like rolls. And you could also play around with the things you add inside. You don't have to put there the walnuts and the rosemary and the garlic. You could do garlic and sun-dried tomatoes and basil, or you could just leave it without all the adding-ins if your kids like it more plain. But this is a really great way to like take rolls with you and add them in and they're light. They don't have the matzo meal. They are gluten-free and sugar-free and dairy-free. So this is a really great option as well. And you could take a container full of them with you wherever you may be going. Another option is making some delicious muffins. So I have a recipe for you for that as well. My blueberry muffins that you could get also in the Healthy Pesach Bakery Cookbook at lovefood.co.il forward slash LP forward slash Pesach. So actually, I noticed when I put together this book that I really like blueberries. (laughs) I have a lot of things with blueberries, but you could change it up really to any type of fruit. Or the other day, I actually put some uh, chocolate chunks and pecans inside, and that was amazing. So you could play around with these muffins, and that's a great snack to take as well. Another one I love is another container filled with cut up fruit. So I make wedges of oranges and pears and apples when that's the season of what we have right now. I am so looking forward to summer fruits coming and then I'd be cutting up summer fruits. So just have a container of the fruits, a container of the vegetables, your muffins, your rolls, and you are set. And if you want another something extra, I have a recipe for chia basil crackers. These are the easiest crackers to make, but I will forewarn you that when I make it, it's gone before I could even pack it up because the kids just snack it off the tray. So if you're making it, <laughs> making a double recipe or make it at night when the kids are sleeping in preparation, this is also just a great snack. It's so easy, easy to make. You just mix all the ingredients roll it out onto the pan, and 15 minutes later, it's ready. So again, you could get these recipes all in the Healthy Pesach Bakery Cookbook. It is free till the end of Pesach for you to download. You could get it at lovefood.co.il forward slash LP forward slash Pesach. Okay, guys, I'd love to hear from you and hear what you love making when you go on your outings. I could get some new inspiration and ideas So you could always send me a message and I love seeing all the pictures you're sending me from all the goodies you're making from the cookbook. So much fun. Keep sending me those pictures. It's so much fun to see. Thanks so much for that. Okay, guys, that is it. Pesach is around the corner. So happy Pesach to you all. I hope you have a great time with your family, a great time with whatever you choose to do, that you don't have any crazy stories like I had. You eat well, you're happy and healthy, and all the best to you. I will see you again in two weeks after Pesach. So thanks for being with me, and I'll see you again in two weeks. Bye for now. Chag Sameach.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping each Thursday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, and I wanted to ask you, are you suffering from a certain hormonal imbalance? Do you have PCOS, perimenopause, endometriosis, prediabetes, infertility, or anything else? Did you know that you could most definitely heal using nutrition naturally? I wanted to invite you to join my full comprehensive one-on-one healing program. This four-month program, we work together to balance your hormonal system using delicious, nuanced-for-you nutrition, as well as supplements as needed. I help my patients gain control of their health and hormones naturally with a step-by-step process and delicious recipes, and we turn everything we learn together into a happy way of life reach out to book a free 30-minute consult call and see if we're the right fit for each other. Your health can be transformed. I'll add a link to this free consult in the show notes. Bye for now.